His name is Mook. Say hi, Mook. Yeah. His name is Omatic. Sometimes we call him Sound Man. Say hi, Omatic. Hey. <laughs> As you can see, we're getting high and drunk and talking shit on a podcast. You should listen. Press play, ho. Wow. I love that one. Say you're. Yeah. Press play, ho. What's up, Charles? So, um, <clears throat> I almost forgot your name for a second. I know, I saw that. Man. I was just like, damn, man, like, we ain't been doing this. Yeah. I'd like to welcome you guys to another monumental yes, sir. episode of High Coast the Podcast. And this is a special episode because this is a B Day episode like. for one of not just our good friends, but business conglomerate partner. And all those many, many wonderful things. The good man behind MCML, Miles Merritt. What it do, baby? You know what I mean? So, Miles, you are a friend of ours. Um, at this point, like, I hang out with you almost every day. Every day. For like. Couch boys making noise. You gotta relax. That's the house. That's the whole thing. That's a little intimate. No, we shouldn't have to the people. You know Keep that, keep, that, keep that in the wraps. I apologize. Um, we, we're good friends, so this is not, let's not even fake, like, do the, you know, the pleasantries of, like, who are you, da-da-da-da-da. We know yeah, you, absolutely. you know us, da-da-da. But you finally have your clothing brand up and running. Finally. Um, 60-day challenge. I saw it, I saw it personally. Tell these people, because I remember back in, um... It's like what, 14? Mm-hmm. 12. Like 12? Yeah, 12. 12. 12. Um, he was first out here taking your black and white photos with Lloyd Foster. Lloyd Foster. So it's funny how it all comes full circle like that sometimes. Yeah. But, uh, um, how how did we get here? Like seven years later, right? Damn. It's been a journey, man. Uh, yeah, we started in 2012, just creating shirts. Um, and I just wanted to. So wanted to just make this design at the time, but like it wasn't much access now that we have today. Like we can go to the manufacturer and get some shit printed off quick. Like everything I made then was just on the website. I make like a one-to-one for myself, and then I'll hit up Diamante Lloyd. Like yo, I just made this. Let's go do something. And like we just did visuals. Um, but it stopped because I didn't have. I was a broke college student. Like I didn't have the money to like really mass produce and get some shit popping. Um, so I started studying finance in the stock market to learn investing so I can invest in my own shit. Five years later, um, you know, the High Codes podcast develops, Hazy Thoughts, you know, branding elevates, and you guys going crazy with marketing and just hanging out with Omatic while I'm in town and going with the, him to see to get the shirts get made. Like, that just got me back in that mind frame of, like, just wanting to design again because the accessibility was there, so... Once he gave me the challenge, I was like, I got to fucking do this shit. So, all right. So, we get it. Like, you had this thing going popping. You stopped. It's funny because that's low-key. How we did it. That's, that's our story. Like, we <laughs> yeah. had, we did, we said, we, have, I think I said this enough times on the podcast, but yeah. High Codes is initially me and you are his first thing that we really were like, okay. hey, let's do this. You were like, Charles, we always had these good conversations. You do the blog, da da. You should do something, and we were, and I was like, "Shit, let's." And we did a few episodes of High Codes the Pod, uh, High Codes on YouTube, yeah. and we did that. Follow us on YouTube, by the way. Um, and now, fast forward, we stopped. You know, the blog stopped. I did sort of the same thing. Found some money, invested, try to invest in myself, and now we're here. 
But for in particular, um, I remember sitting down with Mook Omatic in my basement and being like, actually first texting Omatic saying like, you're the only person I know who could do the sound for this. And I need you. Yeah. Will you help me? And him being like, all right, whatever, whatever. And then me, him and Mook sitting in my basement and me being like, like yo, I really think like we could do something if we like, if we do something like, if we actually like, we could do something. Now we're here. What do you remember about him texting you the challenge, the 60? Like, what in particular do you remember? What feeling? Where do you remember? Where? You, what was it like? Damn! Like, oh, this is real now. Yeah. Um. I mean, like, fucking. I got y'all know me, bro. Especially Mook, bro. I'm a super proud person. Uh, fucking Leo. So like, <laughs> you know, if anybody just calls me out on anything or challenges me, like the first thing to do is like, I'm not going like this. Like, no matter what the circumstances, I could be hella wrong about some shit too. It's just like, yeah, that that you know, competitor in you just makes you want to do something. Um, and like, you know, he had just made that shirt he got on right now, the uh, high cold long sleeve, and we was at the pop up that Gabe had um, mm-hmm. in November. Um, and just seeing, you know, stuff that the homies make and the reactions people gave to it and saw, seeing that idea from inception, man, it's like, I need to do this right now. So once he challenged me, um, you know, and then also he's in Miami. Me and Mook had long talks on the balcony um, in Brickell when we was just, like, talking right. about our dreams and all the things we want to accomplish. And to be able to do that shit, you really got to be all money in. Like, you got to go all in. So once that challenge happened, it's like, it was the Monday I just landed. And you know, it's like, yeah, and this was playing. So I just landed back in New York from Miami, and I'm like, yeah, it's time. It's time to lock in. So I got the shirts done in, like, 20 days, actually. I was like, got it done way before the 60-day challenge, so... I just want to thank him. I just want to thank him, man. Okay. So where did your motivation come from, from the design for the new versus the old? Because as you can, like, if people were paying attention to the old designs, like, the cross on the back shirt was stamped, like, my favorite shirt. Still wish thank you. It was a thing. Mm-hmm. I still want one. Uh, I got Just you. letting that be known. I got but, you. like, uh, where did the design come from now? Because, like, more, now it's more, like, minimalistic. You know what I'm saying? And, like, hey, I like that. You know That's what definitely what it is. It's way more The vibe definitely feels way more, like, yeah, It's way simpler, simpler but yeah. it's, like, way more crack. It's like high fashion. Yeah. It's literally, like, like, some high it, fashion streetwear shit. Yeah, because, like, if my logo was on there, it brings your attention to the logo. But at the same time, if, just, if, you, side. if you just see it, you know what I'm saying? Like, Very placement. Like, that's nice. And then you're like, this is my man shit. And I'm like, oh, that makes it even better. So, like, where did, the, where did your motivation come from for this time? Good question. Um, that time, like, you know, like, Art Basel and art culture in Miami is heavy. I was taking art classes, so I was studying, like, old time periods, like the Renaissance period of, like, Michelangelo, Da Vinci, uh... Uh, Raphael um, and a bunch of other artists so like I was just fascinated with it so what you saw me making was just me expressing you know, all the cool images and shit I was seeing at the time uh, now you know taking a break from it six years from now watching local brands do it watch brands do it on a major level um, I got to understand you know my perspective and how I was affecting people and what people like for me just with the clothes I wore every day so now with MCML is just an imitation of my everyday life. Um, that's why I, I pretty much wear MCML every day unless I'm in the office. So um, I just wanted to just simplify it and not make a loud logo. Like just give people something that you can literally just throw your MCML on. If you got to go to the store or you want to go out and put your Jordans with it, like you're not forced to make an outfit. It's just a part of your, you know, essentials. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Shout out to Malcolm. He had your sweats on last night. Yesterday, Sweezo. <laughs> my guy. Shout out to that, man. Shout out to all the Sweezo land. My Shout out to Sweezo land. They did it bad. They did it yeah. bad. Um, so, you have a birthday very, very soon. Like, tomorrow type soon. And it is, like, 26. So, you... I saw you tweeting the other day that I'm already on my 2020 goals. Yeah. And that made me be, like... And that made me think, hey... Also, I'm sorry for the thing. It's it's, it's kind of hot outside. Um, I had me thinking, what do I need to, you know, fast forward and think of and plan for and get ready? But for someone who's about a age... Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, congratulations for making another soul of you. Um, all those good things. What sort of makes you be like, this is next? Are you thinking this is next as far as MCML, your life? Or is it just, hey, whatever, you know, because... The challenge was about what six, maybe six. seven, eight months ago, and there's a completely yeah. sort of different trajectory and like 
where MCML as a brand is now versus then. Yeah. So I'm curious with a new with a new life cycle coming around, what is next? Um. So actually, I wrote those 2020 goals out. Um. On your on your couch. Um. <laughs> we had a conversation. We had a conversation, and it was like I don't know. Whenever we we have a lot of we've been having intellectual conversations since I've known you. It's probably why we connected so fast. But um, after I had a talk and then we listening to music, I was just we was vibing on the runs, and I'm just like <laughs> vibing on the runs. Um. Just the last three weeks, I've been incredible. This summer, uh, all the visuals produced, even like coming together with the hazy. Um. It's just been a really good energy, man. And I can see how big this thing can become. Um, and I know that if we put in that work, that consistent time and effort, this can be an amazing conglomerate. But the year 2020, I've been thinking about that for like three or four years now. Like, it's a vibration that's been in me. I hear the year 2020, and I'm like, damn, like, this is the year to really, like, this is the year I feel like it, it'll all come together. Um, because just look at taking a break from this shit for six years, and then all of a sudden, MCML is back. High Codes, the podcast, Hazy Thoughts is uh, linear. Like, we all are just vibrating consistently. So, um, to leave this fucking killing show on the fucking Colbert show, and he got a comedy show and selling stuff out. Like, all of Lloyd is people in, people in New York know who Lloyd Foster is. Like, you know, you know Lloyd Foster? I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> that's, that's the homie. Brother. Yeah, that's the homie. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like, Lloyd. That's the big cousin. So, it's like, with all of us doing these things, man, like, the better I am, the better you guys are. The better you guys are, the better I am. So like, we just gotta take it to the next level, man. You're not, you're not scared to be brash at all. You're not mm. scared to say what you want. You're not scared to sort of be confident. Some people might even call it cocky. Yeah, I've I've called it cocky myself to you. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, when with doing what you do now, sort of now have to be put out there. How do you sort of Maintain your ego. Not even maintain that, but sort of maintain what people think. Because mm-hmm. I, I, me personally, I think Mook could attest. I don't think we really give two fucks about what people think. What anyone sort of has to feel about anything. People gonna feel what they want to feel. Yeah. If people like you, they like you. If they don't like you, they don't like you. Ourselves included. Like we might even say something and be like, "We know you don't like this or care," but. Let like I'm still trying off. to get you guys to listen to the Jaden. Yeah, like exactly. I just I don't understand why I'm I'm having to force <laughs> All I this, say is this guy force feed this down people's we throats. Were, I like the Jaden. You played the Jaden. We time. were waiting for you when this nigga was playing the Jaden. Like the Jaden accidentally came on. Jaden Smith, by the way. If old, you guys don't know old Jaden Smith came on, and I was just like, "Is this the Jaden?" And he was just like, "Hmm." Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. He was like, it's old Jaden, but yeah. it's Jaden. It's the Jaden. That's mm-hmm. how he did to me. One time we was at his uh, old apartment in Brooklyn, Pacific Street. It came over there. Pacific Street. Shout out Pacific Street. Shout out my guys. They used to get it in. Crazy. Real good guys on Pacific Street. A lot of the homies still banging. Shout out the homeless guy. But um, it's another story. But yeah, I come over his crib one day, spark up and shit. And um, he's playing. He's like, yo, I'm about to play some shit. I'm not gonna tell you who it is, just vibe mm-hmm. out. I'm just like, all right, man, whatever. So I go to the bathroom, I come back, and the shit is just vibe. I'm like, damn, I ain't say shit though. I'll go like three tracks later, and some transition happened. Like, who the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> Jaden Smith. I'm just like, wow. And since then, I'll listen to the Jaden. There's hits, bro. There's hits to be played when you when you actually want to listen. But that I'm sorry, that whole Jaden threw us off. That was a whole tangent. See, you see, all I'm saying, like we hang out so much that I feel like everything comes with a tangent. Cause yeah. There's too much. Um, I ain't listening to the Jaden. You, wow, you have no respect. What do you, what do you, you, what do you have, have no against? This, this, I have this, nothing this. against Jaden. Jaden is doing great things for. He's feeding. He's, yeah, he's actually feeding, feeding the homeless. Like he's not giving up, not, not ham and eating. cheese sandwiches. Like, like he's feeding, feeding. Like real yeah, food. Cleaning like, water and Flint too. He's cleaning water. He has his own water company. You know what I'm saying? Like where it's just like I don't have to support him. If I don't want to. You know that's man. such a fact. That's such a fact. That is such a that's such a fact. You know, yeah. you know what I'm done. I'm not pushing the Jaden. That's such a fact. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Let's yeah. give Jaden his flowers all But all I gotta say is that his verse that's on true. the young thug John on the run. That's my shit. That's crazy. Yeah, as, as, as long as hard, as long man. as we understand that the kid has skill. Oh yeah, cool. I said I tweeted you last year when on the run, when that song came out and I was just like Low key, Jaden is on the is like in the running for best feature to me of this year. I felt that off felt of that. sin because I was just like, bro, you fuck that John up. Respect. What year was that? Last year? Last yeah, year? it was last year. Oh, yeah, yeah boss. Can't remember. There's a lot going on. Yeah. But um, 
No, back to Miles. I'm sorry. He didn't win. Yeah, you said. Got off. Uh, you talk about finance and um, being in that world. How does that world compare or make it easy for your regular life? <laughs> Lord. Um, or your MCML life or like, you know, the life where, you know, the, basically the life you took a break from to... Of course, um, it helped me understand it more. Um, you know, like when you study fashion and just learn about uh, LVMH, uh, Louis Vuitton, Moet Hennessy, like they're... Uh, Billion, multi multi billion dollar conglomerate, and all the, to have a big company, you need money into it. Like Virgil Abloh doesn't even own the brand Off White. This mm. other foreign dude owns Off White and has a tons amount of capital into it. So, um, I love. I'm studying finance now because I want the freedom to be able to run my own businesses, to get my own investors and my own partners in there. Because if you don't, what happens is your brand gets big. And then people get to share your company, and then your board of directors, Steve Jobs, you, and then you get kicked out of your own company. You don't get to own your shit at the end of the day. So um, I want to be able to provide that education, use it as a tool so that, you know, as this elevates, you know, we can get the right investors behind Hazy Thoughts and we can continue to own our business and work seamlessly because it's a lot of people that have great ideas. That don't own them. Um, that don't own their ideas, yeah. for one, and then they don't know how to, you know, get residual income off their ideas. Cause like or, Jay- or gain ownership back. Yep. Yeah. As Jay-Z said, he's like, it's crazy so backwards. They teach you as an artist that you're not supposed to care about money. You're only supposed to care about creating art, but that's, you know, that's bullshit. Like, Basquiat was poor most of his life. He got money towards the end, but like now he has a painting in the fucking Brooklyn Museum that's yep. worth like $200 million right now. So, and he's, his, his family not getting none of that none, that none of that money. Yeah, my kid's gonna get that shit. That's just, so, I mean, we all, we was just talking about Nipsey before we even got on this joint. We were just Press talking about- to the crib. We was neighborhood nip. Um, just about nice. like, sort of like, how listening to him, you know, He's like a motiv- He's a motivation for for people of a certain age. So same way Jay Z motivated people, mm-hmm. motivates people. I think Nipsey Hussle did that. I wouldn't for even say age. I would just say ilk. Because it's just like. I mean, but he came in like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten stamp, years, you know, yeah he just came in that a, ten year time range, but it's just like a stamp. Like still, like it took his passing for a lot of people to actually like. Listen, that's yeah. very true. But so, for people who were listening beforehand, oh yeah, hundred. How did? neighborhood nip and sort of like that influence of like you you said earlier all money in just like play make you focus because I feel like yo listening to the music definitely plays a part in like how you feel and how you go about things so how how was nipping important to you or helped you man this has been very important to me um especially like just watching his victory lap uh, rollout um, starting in like June of 2017. He had an interview um, on the cruise show when it was like a week before he opened up the Marathon Store. Um, and we remember we watched the, the, the documentary of the Marathon Store and just seeing all the trials and tribulation he, you know, he went through and certain pauses, just like MCML and Hazy Thoughts and High Codes. Like you end this shit, you deep in it, but then some bullshit happened, you get knocked out of it. Um, but throughout it all, you stay consistent. Um, and that's what he said, it's the smartest part. Um, so it's just like him not giving up on the business. Um, he's also a Leo too. So it's like, I, I try to look at other people that were born the same time as me and see the decisions they make because they go through the same emotional problems. I go through the same thought processes. So, um, no, things are pretty linear. So, um, I just, I take everything that he says um, and I study it, like Jonah Berger, he quotes Jonah Berger a lot um, because he read his book about the $500,000 cheesesteak. Like, he got, Jonah Berger got videos on YouTube of Contagious explaining why like, for instance, uh, sliced bread, like sliced bread wasn't shit for the first five years it came out, like nobody even cared that sliced bread existed. And then Wonder Bread had amazing advertisement as to why you should buy sliced bread. And that's, that's why I said sliced white bread. Yep. So, it's just everything he does, just studying it and just trying to buy it, and that shit works. It's been working, so. All right. So, randomly, I feel like this is an unwarranted thing. Not unwarranted, but um, unsort of unintentional uh, theme of our show is, like, fucking uh, horoscopes and shit. And here we go again. You've brought up Leo multiple times. You've brought up... um, Good folk. 
you just sort of brought up linear sort of being and um, trajectory. Mm-hmm. How much are you into this, and how much do you actually think that plays a, a significant or even a real role in sort of my life? Your life? Uh, it's a big deal. Like you know, at first, like I don't read the daily horoscopes. Like today, you're feeling lost, but your soul is going. I'm hungry. Like what the fuck, everybody. <laughs> but your soul is going. Like, I'm hungry. Yeah, I don't care about that. But like just for the month, the month, like I be telling you, like all the time, like when Gemini men be wild and like, and then you look at all the people that's like this. It's like this is not a coincidence. That all these dudes is going crazy. So. Um, but for me, like... Told you, Gemini? No, we really talking about, tourist. like, Kanye, yeah. Trump. Our barber. Yeah. His barber. All right, we're going to get into that one <laughs> here. Yeah, but, um, yeah, like, just probably as women, the women I dated, though, they just all pointed out shit, and I was finding, like, consistent things about my ego and uh, actually negative character traits about myself. And, you know, I was just looking down the line, and I was like, oh, this shit kind of makes sense. And it helps me, you know, kind of deal with uh, problems now and... You know, fucking Barack, Tom Brady, Nipsey, a couple other people. Like, I see, you know, myself in those people as well. So, just try to model their moves. And I think when you're born in a certain time period, like, you know, with, especially with the weather and the feeling and the atmosphere and the vibes of that month or week that you're born, I think there's something similar that you share with those people too, just spiritually. Um, coming out the womb and it's freezing outside to a hot summer day and everybody's happy like you know the mood is different as the seasons change so um so are you saying that people in the winter are more more susceptible to be thoughts you gotta take that with the parents <laughs> <laughs> what you think Mo? you born you in think, December Mo? you know you born in December you born in December it's a possibility <laughs> possibility jokes Salman's born and um You born in November. How you feel about that, Salman? What was the exact question again? Um, well he says sort of the way a Nigga time Charles said <laughs> if you were born in the winter, are you, are you more susceptible to success what give me help me. Are you more inclined Ooh. to be at that? Wait a get to it. More time. succinct word. If you were born in the winter time, are, are you, you more inclined, inclined to, to be, be at that? that? I don't think so. <laughs> what does the winter have to do with being a thought? Well, he was saying how, like, when you come outside in the summer, you know, it's um, it's nicer weather. It's not as, like, you know. Don't niggas thought in the... In the summer? In the summer. Therefore, the niggas that are born no, in the summer... No, but think about it. Think about it like this. No, no, being born in, up in the winter. No. Being born in the summer, right? You're conceived from somebody wild in the winter. winter. It's winter decisions, decisions. to make some babies. But they were shacked up, though. They weren't no random ass shit. I mean, that might be the most the most thotting of the time. The shacking up. The shacking up is thotting. The shacking up is thotting. The shacking up, just to shack up in the winter, is definitely the most thotting of times. And that's when most babies be coming about. When niggas be broke... Or chicks be broke, wow. <laughs> and they ain't got nowhere to stay, wow. and they yeah. end up and it was always couch for four months, and then by month three they just fucking wrong. Here, and now wait, now you now you in the bed though. If we not, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now now now, so you went now from this baby. Son, you need to stop watching that show on Netflix. Man, that's baby boy. On that's baby that boy. That motherfucker. That sounds like motherfucking. You gotta have it, John. You for it? No, we got pregnant though. I only saw what episode of Euphoria. That shit. That joke was. That's a joke on HBO. Yeah, it's on. I heard they doing drugs and shit. They doing real drugs. Big drugs. Hey, I heard it's drugs. As a person who doesn't drugs, I was texting Foggy about. What do you think about like? Watching TV shows and like seeing drugs because if you seen before, it's about teens and like we can't. We're just talking about how like niggas got turned up. I had a really bad experience when I was sixteen off the Nouveau and Saveka. Was it really that bad, Charles? It seems like you were having a hell of a time. I like that video. <laughs> in retrospect, it was very bad. I was crawling. I was crawling on my all four in a hotel. Yes, it was not. It was not a. It was not the most. It was not the most becoming of times. And he was yeah. on the Ustream too. It was yeah, it was people. People have seen that. People, people, well, I'm glad not a lot of people have seen that, but people have seen that. Because, um... Live your truths. Relax. Uh, <laughs> gotta relax. You gotta relax. That's what it is. Um, see, you made me fucking forget what I was saying. You saw man. how I feel about drugs. Or- yes, because you've, like, like I said, we, we came from a time where, like, yo, people got turned up. Like, mm-hmm. kids were drinking, kids were smoking weed. I don't know anybody. I know a few people who may have been doing coke, but not in our county. 
the county over. Shout out Boko. Mm-hmm. But um, what do you make of like, like nah, I said, you four years? Niggas doing coke at five hours. Hey, true. Shout out to them. Um, what do you what do you make of like a show like Euphoria where like kids are doing like hard drugs? Like it made me look at be like, wow, maybe being a teenager is harder now. Um, and I can say that because I'm 27. Being a teenager is harder. I think it's all the same. It's all fucked up. Like, I mean, like, if you being a teenager 20 years ago, you're in the crack epidemic. You're in the peak of the crack epidemic. Good point. Oh, 30 years ago, the peak of the crack epidemic. So, like, you go Good outside. Like a crack epidemic now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's a new crack epidemic. Yeah. I think it's just the drugs just changed, but the game is the same. So, you got free you got free will. You're able to exercise it. Like, when I was a kid, I go to the basketball court, ball by myself. Like, the homies would literally take my fucking... Jay used to be there. Like, niggas would take my ball and try to get me to, like, oh, hit the Jay, I'm just like, nah, I'm good. Like, but that was just this am, I nigga. am I lying, bro? Just start laughing. Niggas literally would take my ball, but yo, hit the J. They did that to Darius. Nah, bro. They did that to Darius. They did all them niggas. Look how they my mind. But yeah, like, I think you got free will though. You know, you have your own decisions as a human being. Granted, people can't be misguided, but like, it's up to you to like, you know. That's respect. I I I watched that shit and I was feeling bad. I was like, man. The kids is going through some shit. Like, when I was in high school, like, people were taking pictures. You know, there were naked pictures and shit here. But it wasn't like... Like, if a naked picture got leaked, it was a, that was a thing. It I was, mean, it was a joke that got leaked our senior year. And she came to school the next day like, yeah, that was me, so what? But you see what I'm saying? Like, I feel like... Wow. Dead ass. No, 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 no. I feel like... Um, like, it was just different then. Like, it seemed like this shit was like... Like yo, it just had like yo, like it was some wild shit back in my heyday. It's, it this all just evolved, seems bro. a little bit like a yeah. little bit more intense. I mean, the like, social anxiety of social media, I think, has a huge effect on the drug usage today too. I think that has a huge effect on just me in general. We were at the function not too long ago, and I was in. I was just like for a hot second, I had to look around, and I was just like, "It's hot as fuck out here." Mm-hmm. I'm turned. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of people just around. Mm-hmm. I'm in this wide open space. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I just felt like all this pressure just bearing down on me. I was like, "Oh, this is a lot," and I and I can only imagine at my big big age, <laughs> big big age, like just feeling like that in a place that I chose to be in, a thing that I chose to get turned at. We're working there too, you know, doing all these things that I sort of forcibly chose to do, and feeling that. How much more somebody who has to go to school every day and doesn't want like. That's how I be looking at things, cause like, I to not to be honest, for a long time I was just like, yo, y'all lying about all this other, like y'all not really depressed, mm-hmm. y'all not really anxious, like yeah. y'all doing that shit. But like as I've gotten older and found myself in places and doing things, I'm like, oh, so this is what you mean, like that that thing in your stomach where you just oh, that's what y'all talking about. Mm-hmm. That when you like, oh that, and I was like. You know, that, that, that rapid heartbeat when it was just fine to... That is that sort of thing. So once I sort of came to the realization that, like, those things are real, it made it easier to be, like... So it's, it makes it easier to, like... You like never said, got that when you played basketball, though? Nah, because the thing about it was that I, it was never any pressure. And then maybe that's why, like... I feel like maybe that's why I just... I was very like I told you I was a very happy child. I, I, was, yeah. I was a very happy teenager. Like I, I, my my sort of like anxiety and like pressures of life didn't really hit me. Oh, until. No, I mean I was just like like I got anxious, but it was more so like excitement. Yeah, and like when I was about to go ball, it's like oh yeah, we about to get out here and bust. They ass. You know? I, I got a triumphal basketball question too since he brought that shit up. Like <laughs> so, Charles like long story short, Charles played. <laughs> the Flowers varsity basketball team. We all went to the same high school. Charles the same year leaves and goes to Parkdale. Shout out to Shout out to Parkdale. Shout out to Baby Seth. Shout out to Marcus. Um, he leaves because he didn't like the coach. Comes to Parkdale, which is not a, not a good thing. <laughs> I'm about to say that. Like, it's deeper than that. Let's make the story sound cool, bro. <laughs> all right, so he leaves, goes to this school. Parkdale team sucks besides the people that came along with y'all. And I had another random cuz that can shoot. Mm-hmm. You sweat flowers. <laughs> and the first game you played at Parkdale, you was wild and talking shit to the coach. Like, I remember you had a crazy bucket at the end of the half. Like, mm-hmm. you was going crazy. 
before that game? Were you nervous before that game? At no. All? Okay. True. True. True story. Before Me and every were smoking before every that basketball game, game I played that senior year, I got high. Yeah. Like legitimately got high. Like you know, like so for like me before that Parkdale Flowers game, I remember we left school bro, early to I go to Parkdale. <laughs> And we sparked in Charles's <laughs> whip on, for like bro. an hour. And Listen, then his coach was just like, it's time to go practice. Us. Here's my thing. My, Shout out to Michael Sule. He was there too. Here's my thing with a lot of things. Like, I don't, I'm not, this is this is why I tell, this is why I say don't smoke weed, kids. And I, and I, people think I'm being facetious, but I'm being mm-hmm. real. When you smoke weed when you're 16, 17, and there's like issues going on just in the world in your life, you sort of like, yo, you sort of like, you sort of go through things, right? You sort of feel things. You sort of, like, have to, like, work things out. When you're fucking high, you really don't. Because you just be stoned. Like, you know, like, I, like I said, at my big, big age, when I'm just be stoned now, I just be stoned. I just be like, oh, well, I don't know. Excellent performance on the court, by the way. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, a lot of those moments, there was no excitement. There was no anxiety. There was no nothing. It was just, it was just stone. Like, yeah, like whatever. Like, yeah, whatever. Like, I remember, I remember graduation, like, just being in the front joint, just like, damn, I'm fried, dog. Like, when is shit gonna be over? Like, I remember a lot of moments just being like, I'm just fried. But what makes, like, you, what makes y'all nervous then, like, in general? Like, what can make y'all... Uh, not too much. The older I've gotten, it's just, like, m- more random stuff. Yeah. Like, just having to, like, sort of, like, go out in front of, like, like 12 people I do not know. Bro. I just be like, oh, that shit. That doesn't make me nervous at all. Bro, yeah. I, I would just be like, oh, shit, like, I got to really put on, like, I got to give you my best now. Like, I, I really got to, like, give you my best so that you be like, oh, yeah, like, this is sell time. Anytime I have to sell something or, like, sell myself, it's like, oh, shit, like, this is make or break time. That's my, and and that's my thought process. That's only become my thought process as I've gotten older. Before, there was no make or break time. I live life, whatever. Like, now, there was a long stretch when I really couldn't really do what I wanted to do. And I didn't have nothing. I felt like my life was stagnant. I was like, damn. That's when you talking about the period you thought you was looking at, like, damn, these niggas really better than me. Like, damn, these niggas yeah. that much better than me? Like, I was really off my, like... I should really just pack all this shit up. Like, I should just get a chill job, work my nine to five, try to like make some money and be cool. Like, you know, like I'm not even like all this extra shit. What's the what's is it worth it? Like, I was off like what's what what good comes out of like trying to get a brand started? It's like what's the point? Like, I'm gonna sit up here and talk to Mook and get on a pot. We gonna make some videos and people. Man, that shit ain't worth it. Like that was I was like yo, I was like a bunch of these other niggas do it and everybody else seem to fuck. That's because they fucking faking on social media, man. Like, but then I had to, but then I had to meet some people who actually had some of those things that I thought, and I was like, you don't got it. Oh, y'all niggas just as fucked up and just like actually, I'm in a way more emotional state, a better emotional state than y'all. Y'all just faking the funk. And then when I was like, oh. You that much cooler than these guys? Mm-hmm. Like, dead ass, like, no gas? Like, you just that much cooler than these guys? I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's fine. Just do you. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm at now. And that's mm-hmm. been, like, the last two to three years of just, like... And it's funny, like, I could say two to three years and be like, oh, yeah, I was, like, 24 then. I'm 27 now. But, like, at, like, 20, I was like, yo, my shit should be popping. Yeah. I was like, yo, why not? Why Why do all these other niggas get to pop when they're 20? And like, we can, we can. why can't yeah. I? So, for me, I was just like... When then I was like, no, 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 like, there's more to life than just having a lot of likes on the internet or a mm-hmm. lot of followers. Like, mm-hmm. there's money involved. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the... There's I, ownership involved. There's business involved. I think when I hit 22, 23, and I was there's like... contracts being negotiated, you know what I'm saying? I hit 22 and 23, and I was like, oh, there's a money aspect to this? Yeah. It sort of changed how I sort of felt. So like, Stan, like cause, I like everything like a money decision when now. We, when we <laughs> fucked up the first time, like me and Chuck was staying blown, and then like like I said on my solo episode, like I felt like I was, yeah, like directly the cause of it because of my personal situation. So it was just like you know what I'm saying. So it was like, but me, like I don't get nervous because it's like I've been through a lot personally, like. So it's just like I can't like. I've been evicted and dumbass shit like that. So it's just like you can't be nervous because you can't be embarrassed. Like this is real life, Slim. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not the only person going through it. 
So it was just like with shit like Absolutely. that. With shit like once I realized that, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Tish. It was just like, I don't give a fuck no more, bro. Like, ain't no pressure on me. It's just like, because I always knew, like, I was going to get it. Like, I wasn't tripping. I just need to be in the right place, right position, right time. It was there a turnaround point for you. Um, like, because you were saying you had a conversation with Tish and he was just like, you know, niggas been through so much. Mm. Like, fuck it. Like, shit don't matter. Like, we got to do what we got to do. Um, probably 11th grade when I got my job at the engineering firm that I got when I did. Like, that was my first, like, job interview. So when I went in that job, like... I wasn't like I wasn't nervous like and it was my first job when you and I got in that joint I told him how much I wanted to get paid and he was like what can you bring to the table and I was just like I can do it all lying like shit but I was just like I can do whatever confident yeah I was just like I can do that shit like I, don't, I ain't tripping like I'm a quick learner which I low key I ain't you know what I'm saying if you give me the right time and it's like eight hours in a day so it's just like nigga I'm gonna figure out how to do this shit before I clock out today or at least by the time I get back tomorrow Mm. So it was just like, the, <clears throat> so it was just like, yeah. And I learned a lot there, like HVAC shit and all that other shit. So it was just like, that's when I was really just like, yeah. And it was like a white male dominated field. And like, even though I was just an intern, like they let me sit in on meetings, like go to sites and shit, like see what was different between the two sites and like um, seeing the project be completed from nothing to the end. Even though I was only there for three months, but they stand built the five guys the time I was there. So it was just like, yeah, that shit was lit. So, yeah, nah, those moments definitely teach you how to become fearless. Like, yeah. if you step into a situation that you wasn't, yeah, you I wasn't, wasn't used an to. I wasn't an engineering child at all. You know what I'm like, I knew nothing about that shit, but it's just like, it stand made me like gain appreciation for them and like what they do. And, Stamp showed me that I could just be like, oh, yeah, bro, you can stamp do whatever you want. Like, yeah, I, so. I still remember you texting me, like, in December of 2017, I think. When did, when did when was the reboot episode? January 20, 2017 and 2018? Mm, February. February. 2017. February 2017, yeah, so he texted me December 2016. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, we about to start the show back up. I just copped the mic. It's time. I was like, all right. I still was off my charles, though. I remember Charles said the same comment. He was like, yeah, we're going to do this shit for like two weeks. And then like, mm, like three episodes. You really, you really showed and proved. So I just wanted to say congratulations. As a friend, I'm impressed and looking forward to seeing what the future beholds, you know, for this and you. you oh, no, I appreciate that. The sky's the limit. Charles will be producing whatever I do solo. And no matter, he'll be doing sound. So I ain't tripping. I don't produce most whole TV series. <laughs> I don't do TV. What well, is the future hold for Mook? What is the future hold for Mook? Yeah, in 2020 and beyond. I don't really want to do too much, bro. I just want, honestly, I want to um, write a movie with KD and Chuck. Um, I would like to be acting in a movie with KD that me, him, and Chuck wrote. Um, I would like for me and Nomadic to score the movie with music. Yes. Um, you have the concept for the movie? Already? Yeah, but I ain't gonna say all that. Yeah, me and me and KD talk. Me and KD talk about it every time we lock in though. So Kenneth Wayne. Is, Kenneth Wayne. Send us one at com if you need to know who he is. Get acquainted. <laughs> yes, get acquainted. And so, but nah, bro. Yeah, like yeah. I just want to do shit like that. Like I don't really want to be in front of the camera. Like I want to be behind it. But like if time for calls for me to be in front of the camera, so I can bring my man's with me to behind the camera for sure. Let's get, let's get freaky. Uh, what about you, Charles? What is um, um future hold for you? I'm off my fake uh, sister girl shit, so I'm more about my zen. So I'm like, I want to be very happy. Like, I want to be in a place of sort of bliss, where like all decisions are being made because I can make it. I don't want to feel um, sort of obligated to do things. I don't want to feel obligated to um, don't pull out energy towards things just because I have to. I felt like a lot of last year, there were things we did, in particular for the brand, that I wouldn't have done if I didn't feel like it was going to help, you know, put us out there. And I feel like what I learned was that that shit, I mean, it's worth it, I guess, but it's not. Like, just be, like you said, be authentic, be real self, be, be... Be be you. So yeah. like that's why I want. I want to be at the point where all these decisions that I'm making are truly like like blissful. Like oh, I'm moving here not because it's like the cheapest or because it's the thing that's gonna make me the happiest. 
happiness. Yeah, no, you definitely value happiness. I appreciate that about you, too, because sometimes in Brooklyn, like, it'll be a Saturday, and I'll have the whole Saturday planned out, like, on Friday. Like, I'm out to work out. I'm out to design this. I'm out to talk to this person to plan this. And then you'd be like, hey, Chief, like, what you doing? I'm like, yeah, we about to go to brunch. I'm just like, damn, brunch do sound good. And I'll go with you, and then we'll be out all day, and we'll have a fun-ass, relaxed day. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I'll be like, damn, I'm glad I came out and did this. Like, you know, you definitely know how to treat and uh, take care of yourself. Like, yeah. Something I got to get better at. I don't... I don't think I think people indulge too much in work for the sake of working. Yeah. I think there's like there's there's twenty four hours in a day, there's seven days a week. If there's something that needs to be done, like that's important, you'll you'll carve out time to do it. Mm-hmm. You'll carve out time to if it's read, exercise, send an email, plan, there's you'll you'll do it. The thing is, I think we, all of us are natural procrastinators, and I say all of us because I think everyone's a procrastinator. I think everybody waits until... They have um, to do something to do it. You know, to do something to do it, and then they want to push, you know, push the envelope and be like, I don't have all this. It's like, no, you have plenty Mm -hmm. of time. So for me, I don't want to rush things because, oh yeah, I'm not going to make myself happy because I got... No, no, no. Sometimes things are going to have to fall wayside. And I think... I think that has made me less anxious than anything. Yeah. Not needing to control and have everything fall in place. So, right. yeah, okay. Because that's time to up with me. Because, like, I know, like, when it comes to, like, us doing business, like, we work. You know what I'm saying? Then, like, we got jobs outside of this that's tedious. And then it's just, like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, they might be talking while I'm at work. And I work from midday to fucking midnight. And so it's just like kill, so I can't get involved in the conversation. And then when I get off of work, you know what I'm saying? I'm read, catch up, text niggas back, and then Omatic still might be up. And then mid, I said, I said might. What's up with you, bro? You be sitting at like 10 o'clock now, bro. Like, I'm a man. He's a, because I'm a man. Th- I have th- th- a long life. Th- things I have ch- a long life. Things have changed. But things have changed is so jokes. It's so that, isn't it? I just said things have changed, bro. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and so I was just... 12. But yeah, but it's just like, I might be... <laughs> Boy, man, we'll But if it's paid. a Thursday, or Maddie stamp out. So it's just like, he'll text a nigga back. Possibly. But yeah. <laughs> this nigga is jokes now. He's jokes. He's jokes. But no, nah, but it's just like, yeah, niggas be working, basically. So it's just like, when it comes to like, oh, like, Charles not coming to Maryland this week? Oh, I bet. Like, we resting. Big resting. Like, Low management. Hell yeah. Like, we out the way, so. And yeah. But like, I still got that from Chuck, though. It's just like, bro, like, take it easy. Yeah, I mean, I just really feel like, and I feel like people sometimes confuse that for, like, laziness. Because it's really easy, especially with sort of the way I, in particular, live, <laughs> to be like, oh, yeah, you're just being, you're being lazy. lazy. But it's like, no, nah, if you really knew, like, yo, when I be pressing any situation, I be pressing it. Yeah. And my thing about it is, like, sometimes people like to scream, oh, look at me. Oh, But it's like, yo, that shit don't get you no brownie points. Like, for me, like, if you got to do something, go do it. You know what? You, when you displayed this, is like during uh, the cookout. So, like... Like, the week leading up to the cookout, like, you was in a very... Like, this nigga was stressed out in particular. Um, point at you. Oh, man. Yes. <laughs> I was um, this year. Um, but, like, you know, you were just, just relax and chill. And I'll be chilling with you. I'm like, yo, this nigga's really chilling. Like, in my mind, I'm going crazy. Like, yo, we got blah, 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 blah. Okay, blah. And then we get there fucking Saturday... And you were fucking like it was like as soon as you got to fucking DC, like you were just fucking like locked in. Like it was no talking. Like from the moment you got there, I got there, just you just organizing, delegating shit. This needs to go here, this needs to go here, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, so basically this guy just formulating what needs oh, to be done in his mind. In mind. And then he gets here and it's like. Because that's why I was like low key, that's why I was kirking three weeks and before the cookout. Because I was just like, bro, like. We niggas put in like a fake plan to like how we want to do this, especially once we saw the venue. So we were just like, hell yeah. Might like, have to see the venue. Yeah, so you didn't I'm, see the I venue. know all logistics do that. Here's my thing it's easy to work with this guy in particular because he, he's very go with the flow. And that's how me and Mook have always worked. Like, all right, you take this, I take this. All right, whatever. We're going to do this, whatever. This guy to the right of me, not, 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 as, not as simple. It it, it has to be He needs to see the vision Like he needs to see the vision Just as much as you see the vision All I'm gonna say is You can't always go with the flow When it comes to business And I'm not mad And I'm not mad at him You need structure I'm not mad I'm here for the structure And I'm not mad at him for that Lock in 
I'm not mad at him for that. He 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 is very needed and he and he plays a very instrumental part in things. That's a fact. But when there when it comes to certain things, Charles has the I have the vision. I have I have seen these things, I have planned these things, I have thought about both good and bad, both negative, right, all things. And I'm like, listen. You may not express that to us. Exactly. That's and I and I and, and I will give people that. I should probably do a better job. But listen, yeah, this is my whole life. Like it's not if trust me, if you guys if you guys only knew how many people wish and, that and I've grown to they could that. get they could get more of transparency from me in real time. Romantic has but grown to accept The thing that. is, that's not how <laughs> I work and I don't think I'm gonna ever work like that because when you do you know you're not being transparent? Yes, not because being it's not about it's not about anybody, it's about me. Mm-hmm. Like I need control. Like I'm very much like I need to be in control of my thoughts. Like I said this to somebody the other day and they were like, You're weird. I was like, yo, I have to talk to myself sometimes because if I don't talk to myself, I'm going to feel weird. I'm gonna feel like, yo, what the fuck? I have to figure this like, out. Like I need to, I need to be I have able to gain to, this understanding for myself. Like I need to be able to talk these things oh, through no. and be like, "Oh, Charles, that's why you sound stupid. Oh, Charles, that's why you can't do that." Oh, like I need to be able to formulate these thoughts. And sometimes, if I'm just sitting there with those thoughts, it's hard to formulate. So I need to be like, sometimes I'll be in the house with Shardy and I'll say something, and she'd be like, "Huh?" I'd be like, "Huh?" And she'd be like, "Huh?" I'd be like. And I'm like, I know what I said. I'm just not talking to you right now. I'm mm-hmm. talking. I said something. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> a word came out of my mouth, and that sentence was a sentence. It just wasn't for you at that time and moment. Oh, and no. I'll do this around them sometimes. Yeah. Whoop seems to be like, yeah, that's not. But like, that's I have to do that. Sometimes I need to just be like, yo, this is what's this is what's it for me right now. And I've always been like that. I can remember like being in like second third grade being with like a group of people and just like saying something and everybody being like huh and I'd be like huh because that's just like to me if I don't get it out I'm gonna be I'm gonna be more stressed than any other feeling it's crazy we gotta go through this therapy while we have this episode because I've been wondering because I'll chill with you for literally like mm-hmm. three or four hours and like we'll be sparking chilling for watching TV listening to music and literally we will not have a conversation the whole fucking three or four hours and I'll be like yo like but Charles is talking to himself there's nothing to be said right now because all the thoughts are because like I'm yo I need people around me because I need energy I need to feel people like me and this guy for a long time we just been we just been around each other like he's always like I remember being like 15, I said this on the episode I did, 15, 13, and just being around him and just being, because like, yo, he's he knows how to move. So like, I just like to be places because like, when you're in different places, you get to experience things. Mm-hmm. And those things you experience allow you to do other things. So like, if I don't, if I never experienced like, what it meant to live like a private school life, it would be hard for me to do certain things. Just like, it would be hard for me if I never experienced a public school life. If I never experienced like like having like yo white people be my friend friends, then I wouldn't understand like what it means. Cause like I think some <laughs> black people think white people are being rude to them, and it's like no, this person is just, that's just how they yeah, are. that's just how they are. Yeah. Like certain white people are just like they're they're like sort of flippant. It's not because of they care about you in any like lesser than they're just flippant. But you'll know if you hang around enough white people when this is not flippant behavior and this mm, is this is something who they are. this is something like internally towards you because you're black so I think it's just like it's a being in those spaces and once again I need to be weird I need to be I need to talk to myself so like I like being in spaces because when you talk to yourself people aren't as like people aren't as quick to say things as much as people like to be like they call out shit that's not true people let a lot of Shit goes. Shit fly. A lot of shit fly because they don't want to be rude. Mm-hmm. So in the intentions of not being rude, people will let a lot of weird shit fly. And I'm kind of a weird person when it all comes in, you know, when it's all said and done. Yeah. So that's just what it is. All right. Uh, what do you guys see? This hazy oh. thoughts? Oh, oh no, 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 no. Uh, hazy thoughts? Hazy thoughts can go as, as long as it want to go. It can go wherever it wants to go. I Should mean, be I feel like, yeah, I feel like we're at a point where, like, when we interview Primo Rice, it makes me happy because he comes in to any interview happy to see us mm-hmm. and we're happy to see him and it's not because I think he thinks he could do anything for us or we can do anything for him but because no, we we're genuinely going to we fuck with each other's craft yeah. like he fucks with the way we want to talk to him about his life and music and we fuck with the fact that he wants to be transparent on this platform mm-hmm. and I think that's what 
I love the most about this. It's like people be like, oh, you just get your friends, but it's like, nah, our friends are cool people. Like, they do things. Yeah. So, like, when you get Kenya and Jasmine coming here to talk about being a chiropractor and building businesses in Ghana, I think that's kind of cool, right? It's yeah. kind of cool when you can be like, oh, we, our then homies. We, then we got a Mary Till who has a doctorate, but at the same time, teaching help. Running track classes, you know, trying to get people healthy in her community. Drinking protein shakes. But then you also have our resident female expert, Amira, who come through through with the ratchets. And just come through and have a good time and be like, girls girls gonna wear too much neon green. And the last couple cookouts I've been to, it's it's been way too much neon green. green. Shout out to you, Amira. You called that shit early. So, like, oh, this nigga crying. (laughs) I love that quote. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I love about this, like, and that's why I think it'll because we'll get people will start to know us more. Mm-hmm. We'll hopefully, and my thing about it is that I would hope that like I would always want a mirror to be here. She would always like. I don't care if it's a day where like niggas say like you about to interview Rihanna. I'd be like, that's cool. But we got a mirror. But where, Amir, tomorrow, Amir, 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 no, a mirror has to be here when we do that. Oh yeah. Like when we interview, like all right, yeah, a mirror's coming too. So like that's what because like I feel like people say community a lot, but they don't mean it. They mean, like, how can I do something and then also have a name and put all my people? Yeah. When I say community, I mean do it with people. So, like, yo, I want and I, think I want this to be community. Charles yeah. just answered the question about what Hazy Thoughts is. Community. Cause, yeah, because it's just like, like, we get that question a lot. And it's like, okay, so what is Hazy Thoughts? What separates y'all from other people? It's just like, that's what it is, bro. Like, it's an experience, but we do this shit with the community. You know what I'm saying? Like, we are not afraid to be like, oh, yeah, like... I want Suizo Land to come here and be like, yo, I'm about to drop this new gospel album. Yeah. yeah like, that's, that, that shit makes me happy. Like, I'm so glad that Montez and them, like, they bang with us so much to be like, yo, we gonna come through and yeah. tell y'all stuff. Because mm-hmm. they're really good at rapping, like, awesome, like, no bias shit. Like, him, Primo, LB19, like, they're really good at rapping, too. So it's not even no, like, oh, yeah, these, just these guys do... Like, nah, no, like... these niggas are good, bro. Primo like, shit crank. Crazy. Like, really crank. Like, crazy. Testing them, like, bars, sweets on land, like, they get the party jumping. I'm going crazy. Absolutely. That's a bet, man. Go play that right now. Like, you, know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I just feel as though, like, that's an underrated value in this thing. Like, listen, no, I'm not going to even gas it, but, like, I know that if there's money to be made, like, I can get enough money. Like, I'm not, I'm not, like, losing any money, at least this year, but I damn sure ain't, like, making, you know, enough money to be like, ah, this is the greatest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. So, like... Hey, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So this is some shit that like we really enjoy and like dead ass lost money the first two years. Like, like and that's what I'm saying. Like for this year to be a year where like everything has virtually paid for itself. Yeah. That's the ultimate win. Like and that's how we at this for. at this stage. Now the goals get bigger. Yeah. And things gotta change. And you mm-hmm. know, you know, mindsets move. But you ask me today, August 2019, what it is. That's what it is. It's about doing the shit with the community, with your friends, and truly. And putting like, PG County on. Of course. And, like, not no fake shit. Not no, like, oh, yeah, we do this. And then, like, yeah, sometimes we get, like, I haven't I haven't centered a conversation in a very long time. A very long time. Because it's just like, yo, that is what it is. Lovely answer. All right. We did a lot of talking about ourselves and yourself. That's what I'm saying. It's so weird to interview people that you talk to every fucking day. Very weird. Um, but big bugging or chilling, chilling, game time. You know what it is. This is where we should do a little. I'll talk about it later. All right. Um, started off. We've been talking about the fashion, but I'm gonna put two worlds against each other. Uh, fashion money or financial money? Which one is big bugging? Which one is chilling, chilling? Um, they both could be chilling, chilling, but like I'm glad that I went to finance because if I just went out to be a fashion nigga, my pockets would be big bugging right now. Like probably That's be like at a retail store or some shit. So, um, you know what I mean? Like I think, and plus I don't want to just be MCML. Like MCML is the beginning to my milestone entity of owning real estate, owning art entities, restaurants, media companies, um, the whole nine. So it's just the foundation. So. Uh, finance is big bugging. Fashion is lukewarm, unfortunately. But a lot of niggas is big bugging in fashion, and they tell you that they chilling, chilling. So, mm-hmm. yeah. respect to the energy and the truthfulness. Yeah. Um, 
Okay. I do. Um, high fashion ripping off streetwear. Big bugging or chilling, chilling. Oh, super big bugging. Um, they super big bugging, and they just mark it up and they they sell it. They sell the dope back to you for twice the price. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean, they getting re rock on the street. So definitely big bugging. Uh, except for Virgil Abloh though, because that's what Virgil is doing. Louis Vuitton, he's doing with the, Ralph White. You know what I'm yeah, saying? He's doing yeah. a lifestyle that he created. But um, I was more so like the new Balenciaga running. Well, the Balenciaga running shoes that came out like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, them Jones that look like motherfucking Asics. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like super like Asics, man. I mean, like you know, like the exact replica of an Asics. Yeah. That shit is crazy. Yeah. And even Carl Lagerfeld did that uh, uh shit. Rest in peace. But he did a Chanel. He copied like a whole new balance. That was like the five seven four. Like okay. they just literally put like just the C on that joint. Wow. It's kept it moving. So I low key feel like the chunky Gucci Jones is going after the Fila wave, but just in a different way. But that's probably probably definitely in some aspect, man. But like, you know, they they all copying, man. And and it's crazy because they, they didn't want Kanye to come in the world, but all the brands started copying off what Kanye did and all the shit that he was yelling about, that shit came to fruition. Like Billion dollar entity, man. Shout out to this man for not giving up. Never give up on my man Kanye. You know, it's a Kanye stand shit. Stand shit. I say that proudly. He's Kanye about to free uh, ASAP Rocky. Big bugging or chilling, chilling. ASAP Rocky. Just ASAP Rocky, his whole situation. ASAP Rocky is definitely Rocky. big. ASAP Rocky's definitely big bugging, um, <laughs> but I told I told Chuck I told I told Talib I was like all right after three days we gotta go get him though like the first three days I'm like ASAP Rocky you was wildin' bro you said all that shit I'm in Soho fucking bitches I'm not tripping about nobody in Ferguson so it's like all right man take it go go relax for a second but now we gotta get my man out because nobody should be in jail for doing a wrestling move like cause if that's the case Lloyd was doing wrestling moves you should as at seven years old all I, have to yeah, say I is, was that definitely is, that is that is a crime now. Yeah, what? for you to feel like if he was to perform a wrestling move on you, you actually got hurt from it. Like you actually knocked his tooth out. Yeah, like, could... yeah like, little nigga killed his little sister. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Wrestling move, like yeah, ever since then, it was just like. But yeah, yeah so nah, uh, get get Rocky, not Rocky out. That's that's that's, that's chilling. But it's all right. Look, like, I don't get too deep. But this is where it's like I don't know what the fuck they care about anymore. Because I wake up, mm-hmm. you got the blue profile pictures of a Sudan. Fucking, you got concentration camps in America. There's mm-hmm. concentration camps in other country, mm-hmm. and then Rocky's over here. What the fuck am I? supposed to care about like there's I think, people I think you're supposed to care about whatever leads you to care so I think what, I think, what aligns with your morals yeah I think everyone's different so like maybe certain shit hits harder than other shit and you care about it a little bit more and I don't think that's wrong I just think you need to be truthful about that I think that's the issue people aren't truthful people want to paint themselves at this broad stroke I care about everything I care about everybody the same and that's not true I don't yeah. think it's hard I think, I think that's hard bro yeah it is what to care about like yeah it is that's what I'm saying hard, you need to be it's honest awesome. you need yeah, to be awesome. honest that like like me I care about black people shit I, I happen to be black so that tends to be my my predominant issue I care about PG shit I care about God and shit That has to be like My homeland And where I am home from home Shout out to the black star man um, Yeah I mean My favorite Jay-Z quote Is one of them is I can't help the poor Unless I'm one I can't help the poor If I'm one of them So I got rich And gave back to me That's the win-win uh, That's trickle down economics So while I do feel you It's like eh, Maybe It's like I, I, I can put more time and energy into this But if no, I, I can get this you, bigger Let's not do this You're this fooling Jay-Z. I, I know yeah, you, you, fooling. Know, you know me I'm a they, they, don't know, they don't know you fooling they do know I'm foolish. I would hope. The '92 break by now. Oh yeah, Charles. We already talked about that. that that's a the lie. Streets is done. That's a lie. Streets been done. That, 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 <laughs> that was a lie. Streets. That's when the streets died. That. If he would have said like '52 breaks, I'm like, okay, okay sure, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, maybe. '92 uh, buddy. Talking about a metric Come ton. on, buddy. A metric time. Come on, buddy. All right, enough of the whole slander. No, 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 it's not on my episode. Not on my episode. All right. Big bugger or chilling, chilling. Birthday cake at your big big age for your birthday. I mean that's the yallas. Uh, I gotta relax. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't say anything. I didn't even bait you into that. That was a very uh, talk about incrimination. Uh, yeah. I, I never. <laughs> you gotta relax. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you gotta, now you push yeah, 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 yeah,
Hennessy is, is, is a super big bugging. Wow. Um, I don't like Hennessy. Uh, I used to like Hennessy though, but they, That's what I'm the OG sat me down, educated me. Like basically, to be long story short, it's a large demand for Hennessy in the United States of America, so they can't make it the same way they used to. You guys mm-hmm. are basically getting Reebok, stepped on Coke, and you're celebrating like it's the same element, man, and it's you're paying premium yeah, prices. Yeah, getting endless sugar too. Yeah, so you know, I think you guys should branch out and try other things. Try the Copper Rum 23. Um, I love that. Um, Give some other. Oh, the copper rum is pretty quality. That was good. Um, I like drinking Douce too because you get the same vibe you get off of Hennessy. You're supporting a black owned brand and business. And if we want to, you know. Martel black owned too, ain't they? I don't know. Are they? Who owns Martel? I don't know. I don't don't know if the Quiver got the endorsement, but um, I like. Uh, Glenfiddich too But y'all probably Don't like the Glenfiddich 12 That's good shit right there Yeah um, I'm a scotch dude So But the ladies say that The hot girl say It's a tequila summer So go back to tequila Get you some Avion If, you, if you're getting tequila Do not drink Patron That shit is synthetic agave It is not Naturally produced So you will be drinking Something that will Fuck you up in the long run Get 1942 Don Julio it's or something like that. It's the Don Julio, Don Julio, man. So yeah, Don, Don Julio, Julio Yeah, if you, I'm just saying, bro. Like I want people to, like I don't want you out here smoking PGR. So I ain't gonna have you out drinking PGR. Yeah, man. Hennessy, this is Spanish. Why would be a good person? Why would be a good person? Casamigos, bro. But no, nah, that PGR shit ruining y'all lungs. Keep smoking that shit. Y'all gonna die. Okay. For 10 right. years. In 10, 5 years, you're going to be coughing. What if they drink alkaline water? Because they... No, nah, it's not going to... They say water. They say... That's not, not going to help they you. What they saying? They say water is... You know, that's all you need. <laughs> that's <laughs> not... They say... The water not fighting all the people. They say you got a broken leg. Drinks water. Juan said stop drinking Essentia too. He told me to tell y'all that. I don't drink Essentia. I only drink Fiji. Juan said that. Yeah, Fiji boys making noise. I've been on the Fiji wave. Ben trying to told y'all niggas what the fuck is going on. Fiji boys. Lloyd is drinking Mike's heart. The the Brooklyn and Charles just came out. (laughs) The Brooklyn and Charles just came out. All right, before we wrap up this episode, um, this was fun, randomly. Not as fun as I thought it was going to be, but... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 Uh, Still fun nonetheless, you guys. You just know? a joke. Yo, sound man, you mind coming up for a second, man? No, 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 what, what, what goals you got for this next year, man? 2020. <laughs> <laughs> man. I'm just trying to lock in, bro. All around. Just locked in, man. Trying to get more money. That's really about it. Oh, I was talking to my uh, mentor and... His goal for real estate is to have a thousand agents uh, moving three hundred, making three hundred fifty thousand dollars in profit a year. And I told him I'm gonna match that and make, you know, sell a thousand pieces in the next year. So that's a challenge that I had. I told him that. Um, So you know, trying to be in all fifty states, uh, open up a store, and the milestone brand will extend all over. I want to employ tons of African Americans, educate them on the tech industry because the world's about to be automated. It's becoming automated. A lot of the jobs that we have that are easy are going to become obsolete. And when that day comes, we need to be educated on technology and how to operate it so that we can still be employed. Because if not, there are going to be a lot of homeless people. And Which I'm is worried. wild to me because most of the technical patents are paid for by taxpayers' dollars. And Absolutely. we do not see a fucking dime. Absolutely. Which is why the Asian guy running for president, what's his name? Yang. Yang. Yes, sir. Andrew Yang said we should get universal income, and that's where it could come from. And it's just like you guys should pay attention. It's just my thing. The United States of America also took out the first legal marijuana patent in 1937. That's a fact. So, yeah, black Ooh, people, facts. educate yourself on tech, please, man, if I can say anything. And trust your intuition. All right, so before we wrap this thing up, we leave. How do the people get in contact with the MCML boss? And you overall, I don't know if you do the personal thing, you're just strictly a businessman now. So how do they get in contact with you? You know, if you want some jokes, no, nah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no bullshit. Um, nah, I'm MCML93. Nah, Liz Social media, nah. Uh, hey, son, that was a, that's a classic title. Thank you. That thank was a you. classic title. Thank bro. you, man. My old Twitter name. Yeah, that's when I was just trying to get some jokes out and express <laughs> myself, man. It was a, a funny time. 
Uh, but now, anytime you want to contact me, MCML93, uh, that's my handle on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I will have a website. That's my challenge. I have a website um, by September website, 1st. Huh? So that's my challenge there. So need a website. We'll have the website too. That link will come up as well under the YouTube video later on in updates. But uh, yeah, more milestones, more accomplishments. I'm glad I could share this moment with these guys. Appreciate my brothers. you coming through. Now you see the scenery. We here because of him. Normally we in a dungeon, but this is nice. You see, oh, because you know, it is, guys. This is really nice. He got some classic. He had the, the he had the good scotch too and whiskey. Seventeen year old makers mark people. That shit was bomb. Y'all ain't never had it. It went down smooth. But thank you, guys. Thank you for letting us be one more time. Absolutely. MCML, the man behind it all, I mean, right here in the, the flesh. I need some exclusive shit too. Jeff. You gotta see it. Isn't forever. Marathon continues. Sal man was here. What is bitch that ho ho? Make a tissy roll ho. Get into the guap. I'ma set up shop for such a low fuss on your sofa. Pouring Perrier Boa. for the soldiers, nice shipping graveyard, moving a bus, OG mag and shit. All right, pull your player card, Troops. get the damn loot. Get the loot. Let me get him shoot. Talking out of place, bitch. you gon' get the boot, bitch. Do a somersault, somersault. acrobatic pimp, making pussy walk. Dropping hella gems, can you fucking hear? Shining on the blade player of the year. Maybe I need to take a trip, man.